It's time to get back to basics, reclaim your space, and live a simple life as much as we possibly can. Hey, my name is Louise Hopkin, and I am your host of the Inspiring Calm podcast. And I believe that we can simplify our lives, and this needs to happen by letting go of stuff. Using the clutter-free home method I created, I am helping working mums just like you create a clutter-free home that is easy to maintain so the house doesn't look like a disaster at the end of the day. If that sounds like what you need, then join me for today's episode. If you ever struggle with what to make for dinner during the week, then this is the episode for you. I'm really excited to have Steph, who is the creator of the Meal Plan Addict, on the show today. So this episode is going to be mind-blowing. It has some amazing information and tips for you. And Steph says that she is a self-proclaimed serial entrepreneur. She started her hobby blog in 2016 and transformed that into a whole brand, offering a meal planning app, digital products, and freelance content creation services. In 2019, Steph left her successful career as a project manager to become a full-time entrepreneur. And that was a decision that didn't come easy. Now she balances it all while raising a 10-year-old daughter in Airdrie, Alberta. Enjoy this episode, guys. And I would love to hear from you if you um, enjoy, enjoy what Steph shares with you and if you have any questions. Excellent. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Inspiring Calm Podcast. Super excited to be here. And I have a guest expert today. Um, I love talking about this topic with Steph from Meal Plan Addict. So, Steph, tell us a little bit about um, you and what you do. Sure. So I am a project manager turned food blogger, which is an interesting um, change of career. But um, I was working uh, long hours, commuting, young family, all of that. I was exhausted. I was drowning in decision fatigue. I needed to find some sort of way to create calm in the chaos of my life. And um it ended up being meal planning and a little bit of meal prep and some freezer cooking that dramatically changed my life. I know this sounds, it sounds over-dramatized, but it's the one thing I have done in the last 10 years that's actually been a lasting change and something that's changed my life. And so I am now completely obsessed with teaching other people how to create calm from chaos using meal planning, meal prepping, and freezer meals. So that is me in a nutshell. Beautiful. I love that. And that's why we we connected, right? Because I think meal planning is super important. And you have a really interesting story behind how it kind of all came about for you. So um, you don't mind talking about, you know, you had anxiety and it really helped you. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how meal planning helped you get through that? Sure, sure. I have no shame in talking about um, a generalized anxiety disorder that I have and manage it through lots of different behaviors. So one of them is one I identified that the biggest trigger of anxiety for me was happening on Sunday, something called the Sunday scaries is what it's been dubbed. And I think um, for me, it was 10 years ago before I think it was dubbed that, but there was something on Sunday that was giving me debilitating anxiety. And I needed to find a way to control that. And so when I thought about what was making me so anxious, it was all Sundays when I grocery shop. And then I had to um, 
then I had to get all the laundry ready and it just Sundays for whatever reason became a sense of chaos. And so I tried meal planning on Sundays and prepping some of my ingredients for the week. And I didn't start, you know, meal planning, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks for seven days. Cause that's crazy. And I would never recommend that. It was, I'm going to plan three meals this week. I'm going to buy the ingredients for it and I'm going to chop some stuff up. So it's easy to assemble when I get home after my hour commute. And that's how it started. And then it just snowballed. Once I got a handle on three dinners, I was like, okay, maybe on Sunday I could plan my lunches now too. And then I started incorporating lunches and then it just, it snowballed. And um, then I was like, okay, I, I need to get a little bit more organized to make this more efficient. I need to organize my freezer, my pantry. <laughs> and then it evolved into, oh my God, I have to show other people how to do this because it has completely changed my life. Something so simple. And mealplanaddict.com was born. Beautiful. I love that. And it's, and that's what I love following you because it's super exciting. And I know you've talked about before, um, you know, taking it in small steps. I think that is key, right? Keep it simple. And I was just wondering, did you find it changed your health as well? So you're now planning meals ahead. Um, I know with your anxiety disorder, but also health wise and energy that did that make a huge difference to you too? Yes. Um, I never like to promote meal planning as a, as a weight loss type mechanism. I, I really steer away from that. But naturally for me, and I think it depends on what your lifestyle is and how you live, but I was going from a Starbucks coffee and muffin every day, eating my lunch out every single day, um, coming home and maybe making dinner, but probably picking something up on the way, maybe doing skip the dishes, maybe ordering pizza. Um, it was, I was on the extreme of, um, fast food purchasing. (laughs) So yeah, naturally, as soon as I stopped doing that and started cooking for myself, um, which was a skill I had to learn. I was 25 and didn't really know how to cook. Um, which is hilarious now that I have a food blog and my university roommate <laughs> still like cannot understand how this happened. <laughs> oh, um, that's funny. But it was slow. And that's, it was a slow progression of, okay, I'm going to pick these three meals. And not only am I going to be organized this week for meals, I'm going to have to learn how to cook them. Yes. And, you know, it took years. It's been almost 10 years. That's, it's so funny because I, sorry, I have to share this story because when you said that, it was hilarious because I've traveled a lot and lived in different places. I, my husband now, his first meal when we were dating was two minute noodles with, I think I, I spiced it up with peas and carrots. So it just made me laugh when you said that because I was terrible at cooking as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. You you do learn, right? And that's, I think the progression um, is just taking that time to help teach yourself, right? Um, now, so I know we've talked about this as well, um, maybe offline and, um, you're very transparent. So I think a really great comment you made about was how perfect your fridge looks. It looks amazing. Mm. I love it. And I just wanted you to, I know you've talked about it, um, just sort of Mm. say, you know, how the rest of your house is, or you you know what I mean? Like the expectations people have. That makes sense. Yes. My, my, my Instagram fridge. Yes. My Instagram fridge gets a lot of attention and I, I do that because for me, it creates calm to sit and look at, throw everything on my Island and wash it, cut it, chop it. One, it 
it for, it does something with me psychologically. I don't know if it's because I'm chopping and I'm cutting and I'm distracted and I'm usually listening to music. It is like the one hour where now my family's even trained to like, not, not talk to me. Don't touch me. This is my one hour to like get right with myself <laughs> and my hands are busy and I'm doing something and it feels like I've accomplished something that day. And when it, I take a beautiful aesthetically pleasing photo, it just, it creates Zen. I know though, that for a lot of people that creates anxiety, it looks like I could never attain that. That's unachievable for me. That looks so difficult. Um, and so a lot of what I do on like Instagram stories is I'm trying to teach people that it's not as difficult as it looks. Another thing I want to be transparent about is that my whole life does not look like my fridge. People think I am the most organized ordered person in the world. And while I do love organizing and I do like order, my whole life does not look like that. And I think it's important to understand where do you want to prioritize your time? For me, I don't want to prioritize my time doing laundry and folding. And that is where I suck. If people saw like my fridge and then they saw my laundry room, they're like, it looks like two different people live here. And it's all about for you finding out where where's the best use of your energy and for me I'm like I don't care if we live out of a laundry basket <laughs> what I do care about is that when I get or I work from home now but when when I started when I get home from work I just need to create dinner quickly so that I could do the other things I wanted to do in life yeah yes. and it's certainly not doing laundry so all of that to say is that you don't have to live organized and have order in all pieces of your life. Just pick and choose where you feel it would be the best benefit um, for you and your situation. And um, so all of that to say that I think you just need to prioritize where you want to spend your energy. Energy and time are currency. People forget that. And if it's not to have an Instagram, you know, famous fridge, then then that's okay. Then chop up your veggies and put them in your fridge. And <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> it's it's real life, isn't it? And I think, um, you know, you got to pick your battles, right? So with your kids too, you got to pick your battles and, you know, getting Absolutely. your meal prepping for you. How, how much time do you think? Because I noticed you said one hour every mm-hmm. Sunday. That's all mm-hmm. it is for you for meal prepping? Like that's yes, but I want to, but I want to do a caveat. I've been yeah. doing this for 10 years. I'm quick. If you're, if you're doing this as a new skill, it's obviously going to take you longer. And so you plan less and you do less in your day and then you work your way up. Um, But yeah, so my kind of workflow is that I would make a plan. Here's what we're going to have, get the grocery list. And then I typically order my groceries online uh, using a click and collect, or now I do even delivery because I'm I'm that efficient (laughs) so that my groceries arrive at my door between 8 and 10 a.m. on Sunday. I get up, I have my coffee, and then I wash and chop and prep. And I'm usually done by 10 a.m., depending on when my groceries get there, and I can move on with my day. And And it just gives me a sense of, okay, I tackled something today, I accomplished something, I finished something, and it's setting me up for the rest of the week to then divert my time to things that I want to divert them to. Yes. And that's what I was thinking when I heard that was it's for the rest of the week, right? Like you've accomplished something for that day, but it's like setting you up for uh, time saving for the rest of the week. And I wanted to say click and collect. I love it. I've tried it and I do it 
And it's awesome because you can buy the same things over and over again, right? You just, the list is there for you. So you can just click, 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 take it each week. Cause like I said, I do that the same meals each week. I'm kind of boring that way. Um, but I love click and collect. So I wanted to ask, it's like, it's like a ritual for you, isn't it? So I, I wanted to kind of go back a little bit, like what made you really prioritize this? Like what happened or, you know, so listeners are like, what, what, pushed you to the point of going this far, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually love this question. Um, because I can, I vividly remember the day that it hit me like a train. <laughs> um, I encourage everybody to do this. And I promise you that you will do this and be and just be like, okay, I need help. I need to do this. So what I did was I went through my bank account. I went back three months, do it for three months, six months, just do it more than one month, because your life fluctuates a lot within a month. And I categorized um, all of my spending, anything that had to do with food or coffee or even alcohol. I put it all in a group and I looked at the percentage. First of all, the, the, the absolute number, it was horrifying. But then when I looked at it as a percentage of our total income, even comparing it against something like a mortgage, I was horrified. So at the time I was working um, like a corporate downtown Calgary kind of job. I was commuting. So my day looked like hitting up Starbucks, getting a coffee and a muffin. Then I would have a whole lot more coffee meetings throughout the day. Uh, Then I would buy my lunch and then I'd probably buy like a snack or something around 3 p.m. because I needed a sugar rush. And then I come home and try and make dinner. But I was so tired from my whole day that I would just pick up something on the way or as I'm commuting I would meal plan be like tonight I really want spaghetti but then I'd have to stop at the grocery store and pick up all the ingredients so then I wasted another hour of my day and I was doing that like every two to three days and when you actually go through your bank account and start to look at that and you you see it and it's not like oh well it was it was tangible it was tangible for me to see how much money and how many times I was going to the grocery store but that was the turning point for me I was like okay this has got to stop I need to spend way less money um, eating out I need to spend way less time so for me when when people say oh it's so time consuming to meal plan and meal prep oh that is nothing compared to the amount of time I was wasting standing in lines yes <laughs> sitting yeah. in drive throughs um getting skipped the dishes, like all of that. Um, and now when I prep um, the way that I prep with having my ingredients ready to go, my dinners are usually almost always put together in under 20 minutes. And you can't tell me that skip the dishes can deliver you anything <laughs> in under 20 minutes. And tell me that you do not have a 20 minute conversation with everyone in your house disagreeing over what to even order. <laughs> so, when I looked, so, so, so when I looked at it from that perspective and I was like, okay, I need time back in my life and I kind of want some of my money back. So time and money ended up being the root of what caused this. (laughs) That is awesome. I love that answer. And so what did you do with that extra money that you had? Right. What what were you able to do? So that is what keeps me motivated is because I was redirecting an obscene amount of money away from unnecessary food budget. I was able to completely pay off all debt Um, I was able to now finance um, vacations with cash, which I'd never been able to do before. Um, So it's those things that keep me motivated to keep doing it. 
And that's what I love about that, because I think that is really key, right? Because sometimes we think about meal planning. Yeah, you know, it takes a bit of time. But when you can see what it can gain you is your time, uh, your health, your money, um, major, major things in our life, right? So I think that is fantastic. It's a skill. It's a skill like anything else. Like if you're going to go learn to run, you want to run a 5k, it's really friggin' uncomfortable to learn <laughs> how to do. And you want to quit the first, you know, three days that you start this run program. It's a skill like absolutely anything else. It sucks at first. It's hard at first. It takes longer than you think it should take. So when I say my meal prep and my planning takes an hour, it's because I'm really good at it now because I keep doing it. I can't run 5k anymore. <laughs> I can make a wicked meal plan. Um, so I think it's just changing your perspective. If you're someone who's like, hey, I really want to do this, but you know, it takes too much time. Think about it that way. Think about all the time you're going to save during the week. And I always throw this stat out to people and it shocks them. When you're meal planning, you're sitting down and you're giving energy into what are we going to eat one time in the week. When you're not meal planning, that energy is then spread out three times a day times seven days a week. You're now making food decisions, you know, 30 plus times a week instead of once. That alone, again, makes me feel like, okay, if I can cut out 30 decisions in my week, I'm going to do that. Totally. Because I think I read a statistics, we make 35,000 decisions a day or something like that. It was like really high, right? So that's mind-blowing. Yeah, totally. fatigue is an absolute real thing. And that is the root of what I needed to solve for myself. Yes, I love that. And, and another really cool thing I know is that you have different um, resources that can help people. And you also uh, cater to different personalities, too. So tell us about your resources and how you can cater to to all different types of personalities. Sure. So um, another thing I, I hear from people a lot is I don't want to spend all Sunday cooking and eating reheated meals all week. Cool. Me neither. That's not what meal prep and meal planning has to look like. And I think people think that's the only way to do it. I I think this is my own personal opinion. There are kind of three general types of meal planning and meal prep that you can do. And you just need to figure out what works best for you and your family. So the first one I just said, cook everything on Sunday, portion it out into containers and put it in your fridge. I think this is really good for a lot of people. Didn't work for me. Didn't love it. The second method is the method that I use the most is that I do make a plan. I do buy all the groceries for it. And then I prep the ingredients. So your fridge becomes almost like a salad bar. So when you go to make dinner, you're actually not even chopping anything. Everything's already ready to go. And it makes, it makes, um, dinner time so much less stressful and then you're only cutting once so instead of pulling a cutting board out and cutting your veggies or whatever up every single day and washing the same cutting board every single day you do it one time so that's a method that I use the most and then the third method I use this one too is freezer meals and I know they get a bad rap and a lot of the work that I do is to show you <laughs> to show you it doesn't have to be that way if you hate freezer meals and you th- and you think they suck you've been doing them wrong follow me and I will show you the way <laughs> they, they can be life-changing and um, no not everything can be a freezer meal so those are kind of the three ways that I lead people into meal planning, depending on what you want. And then um, as the blog and as my business kind of grew, people started saying, okay, I hear what you're saying and I've chosen this method and this is how I do it. 
but I, I'm still stuck. I need tools. How do I actually do this? And so I've done a few things. Um, I've created a lot of templates that are downloadable and free to help you get organized. If it's a meal planning template, it's if it's organizing your, your freezer so that you can pile in those freezer meals, um, lots of templates, templates galore. <laughs> then I have a series of eBooks that are also downloadable. So um, I'm retiring my five simple step book, but um, it's still up on my website for half price. Maybe I'll keep it to the end of, end of February, um, where I walk you through how to actually start being a meal planner with all the templates. I have freezer meal session guides. So it's like, here's the 10 recipes. Here's how you prep them. Um, and you freeze them. I do that for those people. And then um, earlier this month, I launched mealplancollective.com, which is a meal planning web-based app. And that helps people helps two types of people. So the people who come to me and say, I just want to buy them. Can you just do my meal plans, meal plan for me? I just want to buy your meal plans with the grocery list and just go because I don't want to make decisions. I got you for that. Every Friday, I drop a new meal plan. The beauty thing, though, that I love the most about this program that we created, or this tool, is that you can swap recipes out. So if your family's like, mm, we don't want to eat that salmon, that's cool. Pick a new recipe, you slide it over, it deletes the old recipe, and you get your grocery list automatically updated. Or if you want to create your own, I have um, the base templates in there where you just drag the meals that you want in. And everything's visual in the app. So um, every recipe has an image because I cannot stand trying to, <laughs> to decide on something to eat without seeing it. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are some of the tools that I've now created um, to actually help people start this, this journey for them. That's awesome. And I love that. And I've actually taken a peek at your meal plan collective app. It's super cool and super easy to use. So, and I know we talked about, you've got a special offer for anybody who's listening to the podcast today. So uh, yeah. tell us about that. Yeah. I'd love to offer um, anyone who's listening a 25% off discount off of the annual yearly membership. If you want to give it a go, um, you can, uh, head over to Instagram meal plan collective app has a page. You can start looking at some of the recipes, get on our email list. We, we send out free meal plans to, if you're not sure yet and you want to see what things are about, you can hop on the email list um, and check that out. Beautiful. And I'll have all the links in the show notes as well, but just listening to that, you've basically, you've been doing this for 10 years, you said, right? So about 10 years. Yeah. Right. So you're saving people a ton of time by giving them all your information and making it easier. So I love that. And I think this tool is going to be super, super helpful for people. So thank you so much for being here, Steph. You have shared a ton of great information. I love your passion for it. And I love your honesty oh, and you. transparency. It's awesome. Um, put you on the spot. What's one last kind of little thing you can say to people to inspire them to get going on the um, meal planning, prepping uh, train. Sure. Uh, so this is the, the number one piece of advice that I give when people are like, I just don't know where to start. I want a fridge like yours. I want to, I want, I want to drink the Kool-Aid, but I don't know how to start. <laughs> I, and this is what you do for next week, plan three dinners. That is it. Do not try and plan breakfast, lunch, dinner, and all of that plan three dinners, then get your grocery list together buy the ingredients. So you actually have them all on hand. And then have a look and be like, okay, can I peel and cut my carrots? Can I wash and chop my broccoli? Is there, what can I do in these meals 
to make it a salad bar in my fridge so I can build my meals quickly. That way on Sunday, you're actually not doing any cooking. I mean, you can cook your rice and your hard-boiled eggs if you want, but you don't have to. And it becomes a lot more attainable. And I promise you, after doing one week of that, you will be like, okay, I need to do this every single day. Do that for a while. And once you get really comfortable and you get get really quick and you can get yourself organized in under an hour, then add in lunches. Do that for a while, then add in breakfast. Don't try and start all at once. And don't build your meal plan with a whole bunch of recipes you've never made before. Don't do that. Yes. I love that. Make make a, make a list. So what I've done before was make a list and this there's templates for this in my five, um, my five-step guide, make a list of what your family loves, get them involved. What's your, your significant other's favorite top five foods. I use questions like if we were to go out for dinner tonight, what would you order? And we create like now I'm like, okay, well now I don't have to meal plan for a year because these are all the things that we enjoy. And then just build your meal plan off that. There's so many simple strategies. And I go through all of that in my um, five-step guidebook. Amazing. And you know what? I'm so inspired by this because you're just like, just, we can do it. You can do it. Right. It's like, I love that attitude. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here, Steph. Um, I've, you've given us a ton of great information. I, um, I love it and super excited to chat to you. We may even have another episode to go kind of deeper into it too, because I know this is something that people will love and can really use. So thank you for being here, Steph. Thanks for having me. So that's a wrap for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in on today's podcast. I really appreciate your time and being part of our movement where we are looking to change our lives so we can lead a more simple life, reconnect with our friends, family, and of course ourselves. If you need or want to have more support from like-minded folks and myself, head to our free private Facebook group, Who Loves to Organize? This is a safe place to share your thoughts, struggles with getting back to basics, whether that be resistance from family members or just needing to know where to begin. Louise Hopkins signing up for today and can't wait to share more thoughts, ideas and strategies on how to reclaim your space.